For me, they kept denying me. First, it was because of my last name. They thought it was Dyke. And they were like, oh, this is going... <laughs> This is going against my terms of agreement, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yes, on Thumbtack, I was getting um, event bookings more frequently, and then I got two interior bookings on Thumbtack. So that's really what started my portfolio. So, so that was your first lead. I first heard about our guest from a podcast that I was listening to months ago before ever dreaming of starting my first lead podcast. She came onto the show to talk about designing Airbnbs for dollars or something. And it was love at first sight for me. Or should I say first listen? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what exactly what it was, but I was just drawn to her. Maybe it was the fact that she knows her stuff. Like, she knows what she's talking about and she was telling it all. She was giving us a lot of value. So I'm just like, if she can bring this much value that I can implement today on my Airbnb and make money, what more does she know? Anyways, so I slid into her DMs. We connected and I just told her, I need to know more about your business. I need to know how you got featured in press. I need to know everything. Come on my podcast and let's talk about how you got your first lead. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Erica O. Designs. All right, so we, we're going to start from the beginning. Yes. Of your career journey. Okay, so if you're kind of familiar with me, I started off in college. I was going to school for MIS, which is Management Information System, and I had a college apartment. So, you know, it was designed how I would design the space, but like I didn't think anything of it because I lived there. And then the Super Bowl came to town. And it was about like 15, 10, 15 minutes from my college apartment. So I was like, oh, everyone was listing their homes and stuff. And I was like, well, let me list my apartment. And it got booked literally like maybe 15 minutes after I put it up because people were like frantically finding, looking for somewhere to stay. Please and tell me you make it a high price. I didn't because I didn't think anyone was going to book it, you know? Oh. So I think it was like 150 or something oh for the uh, two nights or three nights. And she was just like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I was like, of course, I you're good yeah, I, was like, I guess you're welcome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that went well with that booking. And then after that, I was like, well, I'm just going to keep it up. And every weekend it was pretty much booked because it was close to downtown, close to, because I went to TSU. I was at Texas Southern University at the time. So it was pretty close to everywhere, but I listed it, I think in like February and I was graduating in like May. So it wasn't a really long time, but I was like, man, I wish I had known about it. So when I graduated, I got a job at NASA and I was commuting from uh, my mom's house in Houston. So the drive there was like an hour and a half. And then coming back with traffic, it was two hours. And yeah, it was, so not only did I not like the job, but I had so much time to think about how much I didn't like the job on the way Three there. Three hours or four hours yeah, a day. Commute. So 
um, my boyfriend, who's now my husband, but at the time he was my boyfriend, and he was like, why don't we get an apartment um, downtown that you could stay at during the week and we can put it on Airbnb on the weekends? So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And during that time, it was rodeo season. So once we got the apartment and we designed it and everything, we listed it and it got booked um, pretty much right away again because it was a good time, but this time it was a good rate. Um, it was a good rate, but it was still kind of low because I always no. do like the first three bookings, uh, low rate so we can get the reviews and then put it up. Yeah. But with that, it was going so well. I was like, let's open up all the dates for the rodeo. So I went back to my commute. <laughs> yeah, I started commuting again and um, let the rodeo season run. And then that spilled into summer. So honestly, I never stayed there. But uh, doing that, I was like, oh, wow, like this whole Airbnb thing, I think, you know, this is something we can do. So we started co-hosting, which is like, if well, I'm sure you know what it is. But if you're listening and you don't they, know. They don't know. They don't. Yeah. yeah. Everyone needs uh-huh. to be like, what's that? But if you're listening, mm-hmm. co-hosting is essentially getting, hosting someone else's property on the platform for them. So this could be just a busy host or for us, we would find landlords with vacant properties that they are looking for long-term guests. And then my husband would just pitch to them like, hey, you know, you can make more money with a short-term rental. You would just need to furnish it, blah, blah, blah. I really don't know how he did it because I'm not good at like sales or convincing people, but they would just be like, okay, let's do it, let's do it. And so I had to learn how to design the properties really quickly um, to get them up and running. But I think just all the experience I had doing it before, I would do it in like a weekend with Facebook Marketplace and then we'd have it up. And yeah, that's how we got into Airbnb. But while I was doing that, I was still working. So eventually it got to a point I was like, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. Let me just take a break. Um, I'll look for another job, but I want to kind of just design real quick. And so I did that. I left the job and I think I had unemployment for a year. So I had unemployment payment for a year and I was like, okay, let me try to use this year to see, you know, to enjoy designing. I wasn't at that time. I wasn't thinking about making a career because I'm Nigerian, so, like, what do you mean? (laughs) You want to draw, you want to play, like, that's just what it sounds like. You have to be a doctor or an engineer? Yeah, like, you have to have a real job. Or something. So, I was like, okay, let me just, you know, have fun this year, and then after, closer to the end, I'll start looking for a job. So, I discovered a platform called Thumbtack, and if you're not familiar with Thumbtack, it's where people go to look for services. Um, typically if they're looking for like design service, it's going to be cheaper because that's just what they think about design, that it should be cheap. So I didn't care. I was like, well, I can find gigs to do like fun. To me, this was just looking for fun ways to work. So I was like, let me just list on there and I can find something fun to do. At the time I was doing, um, event design as well as interior design. So let me kind of backtrack real quick. So when I quit my job, I told a friend, they were like, so what are you going to do now? And I was like, well, I want to do fashion design, event design. Like I wanted to have a design house where we would do events, interiors, um, fashion, whatever type of design you needed, I wanted to do. But I guess that was just 
I don't know. It, it's not really believable, you know. Now looking back, if someone tells you like, "Oh, I want to design this, this, and this," it just sounds like, "Okay, well, go ahead," you know. But um, so that's what I told them. So I put it on Thumbtack just for events and interiors. And at this time, I was also designing clothes on the side, but that was just like my own thing. So I was having a lot of fun, um, but it wasn't. You getting bookings? Yes. On Thumbtack, I was getting um, event bookings more frequently. And then I got two interior bookings on Thumbtack. So that's really what started my portfolio. So So that was your first lead. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's your first in in, in terms of Erica. Oh, that's your first lead. Yeah. 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 I don't think, think like I even it. remember the very very first one because it kind of all happened with like in the, around the same time, you mm-hmm. know, like because my yeah. services were cheap or free, I would get like event bookings for a whole month, you know, every weekend I would have a booking. Wow! But that's just because I wasn't going into it thinking about making money at the time. I was just trying to build a portfolio, so I was also doing. Uh giveaways on my um social media like oh win a free event win a free because it's easy to say you want to do something but a lot of people won't believe you you know especially (laughs) with design because it's not something if you don't have an eye for design you don't understand how much of a talent that is so when you tell someone you want to design they're just like yeah I can do it too you know but anybody can do it anybody can do it but like they can't you know so I was just like let me just build a portfolio I'm not really worried about making money or building a business like I'm just building a portfolio so that no one can tell me I can't do it because I knew that I could and that was just Mm -hmm. all I wanted to do build a portfolio so those are my first leads on Thumbtack (laughs) I I definitely have a soft space (laughs) in my heart for Thumbtack so um, after that one year, did you go back to working? I never did. You know, I haven't. You never went back to working no, after that? No, I haven't that. been oh, back congrats. to working. It's like, congrats. Sometimes I'm stressed and I'm like, oh, I want to go back to work. But then I'm looking at my resume Wait, and like, yeah. what will I say? I've been doing for Girl, the last I'm four the, years. I'm the, same, I'm the same way too. But I say congrats because it is so hard to get out of that rat race circle mindset of the nine to five, even though we all know that for a fact. It's hard to get wealthy or set for life going through that path. If you know this path is not going to make you a millionaire or give you the time you want, you don't even really necessarily want to be a millionaire, but it won't, this path won't take me to where I need to be. I want to be able to have time for my family and for my kids and also fend for them. Yeah. This path will make me there. It is so hard for everybody to just like divert and go away from that path. I Mm -hmm. think the, hard way route because it's a secure sometimes of security of like your yeah. monthly paycheck For is coming sure. in and it's a fat and it's a fat one and then you're like i can just be making 10k and 5k a month <laughs> and just show up it's so hard to leave but luckily for you for some reason you left early and you don't have you're not stuck in that mindset now i don't know if you go back you can you can do it again it's probably gonna be hard for you once you taste that salary it's gonna be hard for you to like come out of it that's why i said congratulations because i think if i went back it would be hard for me to stay 
because like yeah. you said with the nine to five it's kind of like capped you can only make so much and you have to devote this a large amount of time to make that amount know. you know so when you do your own thing you can focus on providing value and that's how you get paid so you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of time a lot of time yeah. sometimes you might have a period whereby you're spending so much time and then then but then you can like relax yeah, all the exactly. time like like if you had so much clients in the next two two months and you're like you know what i need a break you can take a break and just say you know what i'll just save money and use i don't know you have the you have the fact that you have the choice that you yeah have the freedom just having is, that choice like I, you said but like like you also mentioned it's based on what your plans are like to you, it's important to have time to spend with your family, your kids. And like, mm -hmm. that was something I wanted to do too. I don't have kids yet, but ideally in the future when I do, I want to be able to be with them, you know, be like there, as opposed yeah. to like, oh, I can't come right now, I'm at work. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember, when, I remember when I was working and it was my, my son just started daycare and oh my god any parent that know about like daycare it's a lot of like calling in sick it's a lot of sickness because oh, yeah, yeah the like kids. they mix yeah they, they, just, they don't care about hygiene you just like touch each other you see kids with like Coughing running nose. Each mouth. i call this sick all the time if it's not a flu if it's not something it's something like a stomach bug going around and you have to come get your kid yeah and they do not many times you're calling in sick from work. But like, they should it understand is hard. Too. Like, those people have kids. They should get what that is. Yeah, but uh, but those people are men. They're like, so I did, I did, I did engineering. So my colleagues oh, were like, a lot of men. Yeah. So, like, men, they don't. I was the only girl, <laughs> the only black, the youngest. Yeah, me too. I was the youngest too at work. And it yeah. was. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, I called in a lot i mean they were nice about it but yeah. it's just like it was yeah it was it was somehow and i wasn't happy i was i remember my last few days at work i was like drawing like art i'm not even artistic or anything i was drawing like artwork <laughs> oh you're doodling <laughs> some random imaginary artwork i'll put in the house and stuff like that you know but yeah i remember those days and every time i'm like i'm broke or um i want to give up i just remember how we felt and i'm like okay nope yeah nope i rather eat gary yeah <laughs> then go back there like it makes you feel like i i know the exact feeling i know the exact feeling like it makes you feel like oh like this you can like, feel the choke. impending depression just being there yeah. like it's scary just like i'm scared there. to go back yeah, to work i think broke is okay yeah i'm like that's fine at least like i could be broke today and not broke tomorrow but tomorrow like, exactly yeah so that that definitely you do have to have that why because it's not always mm -hmm. like super easy or yeah, super great exactly. so like when if you don't have that why you're doing it for like people or like validation mm -hmm. once it gets hard you're just gonna leave and quit you're just gonna leave yeah, yeah and quit and go back for sure so after um after that one year of tom tack and this and that when did you stop doing events and when did you focus full-time on designs uh, um, so from that time, I was always doing Airbnb hosting and designing. Um, and then I stopped events. I think 2020 was my last event or 2021. I'm either 2020 or 2021. But I know with Airbnb, 2020 was my last um, year doing that just because like I was tired of talking to guests, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> like yes I can help you yes 
it's fun it makes money it's a lot of grunt work yeah like because also petty things yeah because also like i'm younger so when i'm out with like friends and then i'm talking to a guest like they won't understand me saying hold on let me you know so it was just interfering (laughs) with my life (laughs) yeah like i was getting older (laughs) than needed to be so i I, um, stopped doing that and just focused on the design and then 2021 I'm thinking that was my last event in December. Um, I stopped doing that as well because it's hard to convince people to pay money for events. Like design, you know, like... Are you are you designing the events or you're planning the event? So I'm designing the events. Not like oh. me physically, but like, for example, it was your birthday and you tell me you have this amount of budget, then I would use that budget to create a design for the event. So I'd tell you like, okay, you can get balloons, you can use up lights. So kind of like I do with, I always design spaces for experience. So I think that's what made it easy for me to do events. So, but with events, it's kind of hard because it's just one day. So when you tell them like, oh, this balloon garland is going to cost $500, they just feel like you're making that up. And I'm like, I'm not. That's just how much it costs. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, let's do something cheaper. And so we do something cheaper on the day of the event. They're like, oh, I thought it would look like. I'm like, why would you think that? Like, I told you it wasn't going to, you couldn't afford that. Like, why would you think that? Do, do you think maybe you have the wrong client? Um, do you think maybe that's it? It possibly, possibly. But again, I just feel like that it's the same underlying issue. Granted, if you work with people who want to spend more, they're always going to feel like, oh, I could get it cheaper. Like it's a party, it's fun, it's play, but it's not, you know, like there's people doing actual things. So I think just having to convince people to spend so much for one day, it was hard for me because I'm not uh, like, I'm not like a salesy. Yeah. Like I'm not like a salesy person because what am I selling? It's your birthday. You know, like you came (laughs) to me. I don't see why I need to convince you to spend it. Like, you know what you want, so pay for it. So it was hard for me to do that. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do it because, again, it's not my birthday. I feel like you should be grateful. And you're not. So now I'm just doing events. I mean, in series at this time because that lasts longer. So it's easier to convince someone to invest in a space that they're going to enjoy day after day after day. Yeah, Yeah. for me. And then I was already designing Airbnbs. So I just focused on that. So from 2021, for sure, onwards, it's just been interiors all the way. Are you happy with that? transition like is it is it better is it because so my first ever guest kind of had almost similar story with you when he finished um with the navy oh not the navy i don't know with a college or something i can't remember what he finished he did multiple things and started like as time goes on started like dropping them one at a time before he found the one which was real estate so it looks looks like you had the same experience so you did like event space airbnbs and now you started like dwindling down and focused on that one so would you say you're right where you want to be right now with the interior design I think so because also when I niche down to just interior design I didn't niche down on who I was serving 
So I was still having to change and grow and make mistakes and learn from that until I realized like, okay, I want to work with busy professionals because for me, a lot of people look at like my colorful clothes and designs and they think I'm like super fun, but I'm actually not fun at all. You know, like I'm very boring and I just like focusing on details. So I can make you have a good time, but that's only because I took the time to make handle the boring details. Yeah. So with my design process, I'm super like, uh, 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 uh. and for like stay at home moms, I'm unfriendly, you know, like, Oh, I don't want to work with her, <laughs> but it's only because I'm efficient, you know, it's not, Cause yeah. like, you can't tell me, oh, Straight I went to, to so-and-so's yeah. house and I love this. Can we change? No, I don't want to do that. So like when I niche down, I was like, okay, busy professionals are the people I've had the best experiences with because they're super busy. So when they come to you, they know why they're here and they know what they want to get out of the experience with you. But they're also too busy to like nitpick. So once you've got gathered like their requirements and you've designed presented a design they may feel you know the usual oh i'm not sure about that but they're not going to keep coming back and changing their mind changing and making things. my four-week timeline change because there most designers it just however long it takes it takes you keep buying hours i don't have time for that i don't want to talk to you all year long i just want to help you design your space quickly and because that four weeks is also when they they have enough patience for four weeks after that it's when is this going to be done when is yeah. this going to be done so yeah. i don't even want to do it longer so busy professionals they appreciate that quick time and all of that so once i figured that out and also i'm an introvert so i'm not someone that's going to be like hey how's it going like i'm not going to do that <laughs> and busy professionals they don't need that you see like i don't need to sell you anything because, yeah because uh -huh. they know like I don't have an eye for design, so I'm here for that. And then I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. this is how I can help you. So we work really well together. So I did have to keep niching, niching, because I used to just be like, down. I can design for everybody, which I can, but the process, I don't enjoy doing that. So. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do it. It took me a long time to realize that just because I can do it, that I should do it. Yeah. And yeah, and it's I've I'm 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 a, I'm always evolving, and I'm just learning that. And I and I I admire the fact that you know what you want, and you would not bend to the rules or compromise. I I I'm trying to learn that because I don't know how to say no. And it's not that I always knew this. Like, let me not sit up here and lie now. Like, I had to learn the hard way, literally, for every single person. Like, oh, if I had a budget minimum, and this person they had a lower budget then I'll be like okay I'll just charge you a little surcharge but we can still go ahead and work together regretted it and that's just the way it keeps going so it's not that I want to be able to nitpick because sometimes I'm like oh I could I could really use that you know use that project but I just know mm -hmm. after I get paid I'm gonna hate the whole mm -hmm. how it the whole process. yeah I'm just gonna hate it and I'm gonna regret that getting paid so if like they say like not all money is good money and in business yeah. you have to be able to identify that because you want to keep loving what you do especially when you go yeah. into business for yourself you did it because of that freedom that freedom to be happy and if you're always unhappy like it, you might as well go back to work 
Oh my God, you're schooling me right now, Erica. Oh my God. I was going, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But, but seriously, tell me how, talk to me like your sister. How would I say no to a project? Because I love interior design. Yeah. I, I, I see your house. I want to design your house so yeah, bad. You- I'll do it for free. <laughs> but then, yes, the experience is not fun because I have to deal with the human. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> I they mean, just the design the, Yeah, the design of the house is fun. Exactly. So how how did you say no in the past? And how did you do it respectfully and not break, um, burn bridges? Um, In the past, I never said no. But now... <laughs> <laughs> But well, how do you say no now? Now, how I say no, again, it kind of goes back to me going to school for MIS. So I'm really big on processes. So for every service, I only offer two types of service. I So for every service, I have a process. And I don't ever want to deviate from that process because the past has taught me, like, this process was built out of mistakes that I made in the past. So I'm never going to, like, if a client is like, oh, can we... Uh, get started today and I know that's not my process I'm gonna say oh you know I can't but to say no part of my process is before we get started you have to fill out an inquiry form so on that form it's not just name what do you you know what do you need it's not like that it weeds out the clients that aren't a good fit on Hmm. based on certain criteria and so who I have discovery calls with those are people who would be a good fit, but it's up to like me oh, if I like the project or on them if they want to pay, you know, the rate. So that's how I say no, because I'm super nice. You say no with the, with the, with the inquiry form. Yeah, you so, read out the yeah, people. So when and they're then, filling what it about out, the ones that comes in? Like DM? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so, no, 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 no. You said when they're filling oh, it out? When they're filling out the form, like they will know because it tells you, for example, if there's someone who has a budget below what I work with, it's a drop-down bar on my inquiry form. So there's nothing for you to select. If you only have $500, you see that there's no option for that and you go about your day. And I don't have to say no to you. So just presenting your ideal client options in your inquiry form kind of helps. And then um, um I, I think I have right now after we can go. Yeah, like go on there and copy it. Um, there's also a section like which describes you and I only give them three options. A busy professional who needs a little help, a busy professional this is actually not exactly what it says, but in a nutshell it's just Something gives like you like three options. So if you're none of the three, you're not gonna talk to me. Um, same thing with if they approach me like in the comments or DMs, just anywhere, not my mm-hmm. inquiry form. I always say, oh, I would love to chat with you. Um, feel free to book a call with me. And then I send them that inquiry form. So we're never going to go outside of my process. You're never going to text me like you have my personal number, but nobody else does. So like mm-hmm. I have a work number and even that we don't mm-hmm. text on there. It's just um, I know sometimes I do properties in the Poconos and they have like a gated community. So I have to text the property manager to let them know. Mm-hmm. So that's the only time we text. But to say no to clients, just create a process and stick to that process. Because it's that your says, business. That says no for you. Yeah, like it's your business and you don't want a client to run the business. Even though every project is different, you want to have a streamlined process 
that's the same. So you know what to expect. You can remain in control and your clients can feel like, oh, okay, I'm working with a professional and they won't try to micromanage you. They only do that if they feel like things are going out of control and you can't handle it. But if you're always ahead of everything, they'll kind of just sit back because they don't want that stress. That's why they hired you to begin with. So to so say no, create a process, stick with it, and they'll just cancel themselves oh my god i don't know how to screen people like that because i've had clients oh my god that are like heaven i have a client that i'll i'll just send her anything and she'll be like sure fine Girl, like, don't no argument oh my god she I, if i can have the only kind of clients like her i would not have a problem in my life like very easy and then you have clients that would change everything uh, yeah no, not knowing that you have worked hours bringing his design not only bringing out the design i've also put in the um the links to all the sauce yeah. so sourcing takes a long time too so when i bring a design it's not just me putting pictures together yeah, and that's, that's what hours of work that's what they think design is like they hours think it's of fun. work I've, yeah so, it's not it, like it's work. I was, one time that i was pregnant and i was and i was trying to do this before i like put to bed mm -hmm. so i did girl i did like three different designs and i'm not saying i just did put pictures together pinterest pictures no i recreated the design like three times with the sources and i, I kind of feel bad that i i I, ha I take a little bit of responsibility i should have done more screening for the client and know her style yeah. and not just take her style for her work yeah, i should have yeah. because they don't know she said oh I'm not, I'm not glam and i'm like oh i take that for her word no she's actually glam yeah. but they know and i'm not glam i am not you know that yeah. i don't like colors I'm, I, I don't know how to do colors so imagine someone that's very colorful that wants pink and purple you've yeah. come to the wrong person exactly. I'm, and i've messaged you before saying that i'll forward oh, any yeah, colors. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> yeah yeah like so imagine that so that's a mismatch um this thing and i take some responsibility for that i don't want to like be blaming blaming but it too, I was also closing on my house. Yeah, ooh, girl, I that was, was a lot. I was in my house on the stairs. I had the inspector walking around, and I'm doing this the Zoom call. Did I'm doing the Zoom call? Oh, pregnant wow. on the floor on the stairs. My son <laughs> running around, and 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 I was doing the Zoom call, and I don't know if she knows what I went through, but she didn't take any of my designs. She didn't like it was like. Cause she didn't like it, cause that's not her style. Did she pay? So I wouldn't them? even blame like, her. Did she, has she already paid? She she paid fifty percent. Oh, see, like that, so, that type of I... stuff, you would go back and create a process based on what she you didn't like about her. You know, how would you how would you screen someone in terms of your design? Cause I really want only the people that have the same design aesthetics that I do. That's where I don't want to focus on my weakness. Cause I would no matter how good I become on my on my design, yeah. I would only be mediocre. No matter how hard I work on my weaknesses, I can only be mediocre. I'm not trying to be limiting. Yeah. But if I work on my strength, I can be Better. the best, right? Yeah. So I always want to work on my strength. I know I'm not gonna be a farmhouse girl or a glam girl or you know so i don't want to work on that how do you screen clients based on design aesthetics i don't know if there's a way to screen clients out of that you know um i i honestly think it's how you attract them really like so your instagram page already if i go on there i can see the type of work that you do uh your mm -hmm. portfolio would probably showcase that as well so 
it's just Derek, you may get some outliers who are looking for something that's not on your page, but I think those mm-hmm. types of things are addressed during the discovery call. So once you have yeah. like your intake form, which kind of limits who's coming to you, it filters, you know, the clients mm-hmm. that aren't a good fit based on what you put in there. Then during your discovery call, you can ask questions like, have you seen, um, was the, which one of my projects was your favorite or what did you like about yeah. something like that? Cause I, I don't know how, but almost all my clients, they're like, where can I see your work? And I'm like, why are we, why are we even talking? Are we yeah, like, <laughs> how are we talking? But my husband said that it's possible that he doesn't always look at stuff before. I was like, oh, okay, I guess for me, I'm not going to book a call and wait and show up if I haven't. Yeah, looked. Say, can I see? Yeah. yeah. Like I would have looked up. I'll probably know where you live, who your parents are. <laughs> like, I'm going to go down to the nitty gritty before we get on the call. But so I would definitely ask them to screen based on your designs. You could say something like, um, you know, we specialize in neutral palette place. Our projects have a minimum of three, four, five, six figures, however much. Um, what, which one of our projects did you like or what do you like about our style or something like that? So that mm-hmm. immediately you can know if they like your style. Immediately they'll be aware mm-hmm. of your style and they won't. If, if the conversation lasts to the end of the discovery call, great. If not, it will end earlier, but you won't waste a lot of time on a client exactly. that wouldn't be, wouldn't like the type of work you do, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the uh, screening process is so important because that's what's going to determine the type of project you have. So definitely getting like that intake form. You're like the dream. You're like the dream now. You're having the best clients. You're cheering. I I don't hear a day you have some of the more difficult, but you've done your due diligence. You've done the hard work and then you don't have to say a lot of no's. Because now I need to learn how to say respectfully that we can't take you. And also like saying no to money is kind of hard too. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't blame you, but try to remember like how... (laughs) the last disaster client was the last red flag client Mm -hmm. that can help you like no because also (laughs) it goes back to your process for me if i don't have a process i don't have a contract for the service you're requesting i'm always going to say no like i had a friend who asked me um hey can you help me make floor plans for my salon i already had the design i just need you to do the floor plans and like one you're not a designer, so I'm not going to collaborate with you to do anything. <laughs> like, like you can't design. So that's number one. And that was already a big flag to me. And then two, I don't have a contract or a process in place for something like that. So if we were to I get bet. started, there's no, like, streamlined path on how we're going to get process, from point A yeah. to point B. Like, maybe you're going to text me every day. Maybe you're going to call me every day. Like, I don't know. And not knowing when it's my business is nuts. <laughs> So I just say like, no, you know, that's not a service that I offer. And I also have, um, there's this designer. I think I told you about her, Claire. Yeah. Yeah, The little design corner. She has. Oh, she's the best. She's great. Like she had this carousel for like ways to say no to clients or something like that. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. So I saved it. I can share it with you if I find it. But just if I can't think of Clever anything. Ways to say yeah, no. and I'll just be like, uh, "That's not a service I'm offering at this time." And then you read it. Yeah, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> and then you read it back yeah, because it all works well. Because they're like, 
will they be arguing with you about offering the service? I said it's not. <laughs> so those are kind of oh, ways girl, to I say can't no. do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know how to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I say no. Like, I just oh, don't okay. want to be stressed out. Yeah, you're right. And he, once I once I get to your level, I'll hit you up and let you know <laughs> that I've made it. <laughs> but I think every anyone can be at this level. I don't even think I'm at a level. I think I'm just starting because you look less stressed. If that's what you want to uh, hear from me. <laughs> well, I'm black. You know, less emotional stress. Maybe not. There's some, there's some good stress. That's good stress, right? Yeah, you, you have stress. the good stress, I guess. Okay, maybe maybe now I do, but. I definitely have a lot, had a lot of like hard stress. And just once you refigure like why you're doing it, what you want it to look like, because mm-hmm. I wasn't really like when I jumped into it, it was just something I was going to do. And then one year happened, two years happened. Like it wasn't something I was planning. So honestly, mm-hmm. last year, I really had to pause and think about like, is this, why am I doing it? What am I getting from it? And that's when I realized like, I feel like this is why I was put on earth like this is my gift that I'm supposed to use and when I try to go other ways it never works like when I apply to work with other designers they always say no like never even I got one interview but she was like really racist and she was like what does your mom do what does your dad do like what yeah what does that have to do with like, this oh, what type of projects have you done um I thought you were Asian because that time I was applying what? to things with Erica O-O-H instead of my last name, Warren, at the time. And so I think she thought I was Asian. That's what she said. Asian. So when I showed up and I was Black, she just was like, Okay, bye. Okay, thank thank you for showing me your true self in the first day. I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, I just never had any success doing even i applied to like you think it's because of your degree you 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 don't have a design degree i took it off you know i oh design degree definitely yes but i've applied for like internship positions you know because i was trying to get i think the industry we i think the industry really really have emphasis on you have to have like an architecture degree or a design degree yeah most designers we do have black yeah. yeah most designers who don't have it they've had to like create their own path you know but the ones I listened to they were white so like that path doesn't really work for me I don't have like a rich family uncle that can pay me to do his first new build like that that is not going to be a part of my story so yeah like I just had to remember my why so my why was I really love to design and I want to be able to build a life where I'm happy doing what I love to do and I have time to spend with my family I'm really I'm a really big family person Um, I have a big family on both sides my husband has five brothers Um, I have 23 cousins and we're kind of like really close because um, my mom she has seven brothers and sisters and they grew up close so we all grew up like brothers and sisters but when we hang out like every Christmas we hang out and we're all realizing like oh this is not regular to have this many people and be this close because now we all got married we have kids so it's it's even bigger it's not like when we're little in this uncle's house and that uncle's house yeah now it's like Mm -hmm. oh wow this is odd so knowing that that's what I want to be able to do I want to just be happy and free it kept me going so if you don't have a why I think you will be 
in the beginning stage, you are going to like just want to work with everybody and do everything. But if you're wise, yeah. like I just want to build a portfolio right now so that I can do X, Y, and Z. It, it creates your own path amidst the turmoil. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate the fact that you said you, you had to step back and think about it. I've been seeing a thread, uh, a trend in my podcast interviews of people thinking. One of my podcast um, guests was like, "If you work, 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 what time do you have to think?" That kind of resonate. That kind, that kind of keeps ringing in my head every time. I'm like, you need to like take a pause and think. Yeah. And then it also reminds me of this book. I think it was called The E Myth. I don't know if you read. I know you don't read. Yeah, fiction. I don't. Uh, but I will fiction, write. But there's this book. <laughs> yeah, E Myth, like a, it's a classic. It says you need to work on your business you can't be a technician so there's there's a difference between being a uh you you're a business owner and you're a technician he says if you're a business owner and you have to like work on the business like work in the business be like the let's say you're, you have a hair salon and you're the hairdresser you're you're an employee yeah. you're not a you know if you cannot leave and the business is still going then you don't that's not a real business according to him and he says you gotta have time to work on your business not working on your business yeah. like not me just designing me, what like what you said you, you sat down and think about it created a process that's you working on your business so i know i do need to do that now so in the past you used tom tags and now what have you been using to get your leads um nothing so i <laughs> i really when i was doing airbnb design with the host that i was working with uh, I mainly just got referrals. So they would refer me to okay. like another landlord buddy of theirs and then I do mm -hmm. theirs. And most of the time, once I work with one investor, like Airbnb investor, they're going to keep me on for all their other um, properties. Projects. So mm -hmm. it was mainly just word of mouth. Recently, like last year is when I really started working on social media because I didn't want to rely on word of mouth because I had um, an investor, really great um, friend of mine, and he had like a turnkey, I don't know, turnkey company where he would like uh, get these leases, design the rentals and then sell them to investors. But he moved to Germany. And so like that business kind of like closed down. Oh, wow. And I was stuck trying to figure out like, okay, what am I going to do? Because at that time, he had kind of told me um, that we were going to do this seven unit property, seven unit project um, the next month. Uh, there was a, I forgot, I think it was like June and he said July or something like that. So I had blocked off my calendar in July. Like I didn't take any other clients or nothing. So when that fell through, I had like a whole month and just, it kept going spiraling to the next yeah. month of like no work. And so that was when I, that was the moment I was like, okay, let me just, I need to sit down and like really figure this out because I'm in a position now where I have to go to work, but because I have realized at that point that that's my calling, I'm not going to get a job. Like no matter how hard I'm trying, because I wasn't even applying to furniture stores. Like I would take off uh, my degree and just leave my diploma to apply to be a designer in the furniture store. And they were like, no, no, no customer, any type of job I applied to, it was always no. So I was like, okay, God, I guess I hear you loud and clear. Let mm -hmm. me, I need to <laughs> focus. So that was when I really honed down on like processes and systems and all of that. And I started, um, I working with a social media company and they were creating posts and being consistent. And I think doing that, it kind of made 
brought my work. You worked for them or you hired them? I hired them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I hired them. As How well. did you find them? How uh, did you know to find them? So I'm in a Facebook group. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, but I'm in a Facebook group for designers. And someone had commented, mm -hmm. like, this is who helps me with my social media. So I reached mm -hmm. out to them. They're called For the Biz, For D, the letter, and mm -hmm. Biz, if anyone mm -hmm. is interested. And they provide all and every kind of service for designers. So you can get um, virtual hours, virtual assistant hours with them, rendering, anything that you need pertains to your design business, they can help you with. So I found them. Oh, actually, I worked with a different company, but they were, like, really expensive. It was, like, $900 a month. And I only worked with them for, like, three months, and I was like, all right. This 900 to do what? <laughs> yeah. 900 to just post for you? Um, honestly, I don't know. But social media marketers, they do charge a lot. So 900 at the time yeah. was like good for me. Like I thought like yeah. that was a deal. And someone was going to charge me 2200 Yeah, but, but then it was like just too much. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I can't continue. So then I found For The Biz and they were like 275 a month, which wasn't bad, you know? I was like, okay. No, that's, not, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, I was like, that's really good. I could do it. But um, I laid, I had to... Like I told you, I stopped working with them only because I'm now realizing the type of design I do and how I do it is very different from the whole industry. So to just hire people and expect them to know, they're not going to get it. So I have to, what I'm doing now is like learning from what they all did for me and do, applying it myself so that the next time I hire a social media company, I can tell them like, these are my content pillars. This is the message I want to, you know, set out because they're not going to know nobody knows yeah so right now i would say i get business from i don't know where god for sure like he supplies my clients for sure and then um i do get people on social media i do get word of mouth like friends families but most of the time it's just someone i started working with a long time ago and i'm just a working long time with ago, them like now you that yeah. Re relationship yeah so i never that. had okay. to really focus on marketing but last year i decided to do that so that i'm not in the position if one of these long-term relationships ends now i'm looking for work you know you, yeah yeah you don't want to be in that position that you wear that all the time yeah and since you started last year with social media, you doubled down on social media. Did you see any difference in, did you see any increase in your leads and your, your clients? Did you get a lot of those? Yeah, I got, um, I've gotten leads from social media. And then of those leads, I think like three of them have become clients. So I would nice. say for sure, like social media is, is definitely useful. I know Again, the industry has older people. I hope y'all aren't offended, but older people. <laughs> so they say like, oh, social media, you can't rely on it. But like you can because people use social yeah. media. Most of my business is from yeah, social like, media. Yeah, like people use social media like Google because they can search mm -hmm. designers and now they're seeing a bunch of them. They can go to their page, read the comments. So I say, Yes, social media, I'm getting leads from there. And I feel like in a, a year from now, based on the efforts I'm putting in, I think I'll have a higher percentage of leads versus clients. But yeah, social media definitely has been number two. Yeah. Outside of referrals and long-term clients, it's social media for sure. I think social media is my number one because most of my leads are from there. I, like I've had people cold like they don't even know me from adam 
reach out to me and are my clients. Like oh, wow. I asked one of my clients, by the way, the, my favorite client, the one I said, like, like heaven, like she's on social media. I oh, asked nice. her, how did you find me? She literally just searched Houston designers yeah, exactly. on social media exactly. and found me. And she's like, oh, and found out, oh, she's even Nigerian, but she's not Nigerian, but she's like, oh, she's even Nigerian and hired me like literally cold. And she's like, a, she's been a good friend to me. Like and I'm like, nice. Yes, that's, so that's, that's yeah. I, I they would... can look, they can see who you are on yeah. your Instagram page. So, social media, Pinterest, Facebook, all of that mm-hmm. is. I want that to become my number one. So, like, that's what I'm aiming for. But I, I'm kind of excited. What about Tech? Oh no, I haven't been on Thumbtack, <laughs> but because you're gonna get a lot of leads, but you have they want budget fine. That's what they look on Thumbtack oh, okay. for. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I don't want to keep having leaves. I have to keep saying, no, it's going to cost. It's going to no, cost. So, Sometimes yeah, they don't even want it. to fill out your form. They just want to want you to call them. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> so thumbtack if you're starting out, but if you have a portfolio, once you build your portfolio, be done with thumbtack, honestly. It's not really worth the hassle. Yeah. And you have to pay okay, for so... every lead, even if they book you or yeah. not. Yeah, no. So you have word of mouth from your experience and then you have social media. What else have you, is that just the only two you're going to get leads from? I think so. Honestly, I think mm. so. Like I haven't, this past, I've done a few, like probably one project a month, but it wasn't like before. So from last year, mm. my main goal was just recreating my business and creating a foundation based on like mm-hmm. my why you know because I don't want to mm-hmm. get in that speed of oh I'm busy again and now things are still in disarray and then I'm running into clients yeah I didn't want to do that so like I just told my husband I'm like you know the income may change a little bit let me kind of like build <laughs> because once I spiral yeah. into that I'm he's gonna be one of them crying to like oh this client is just giving me a headache yeah. <laughs> you know he's Girl. just like then quit <laughs> So, oh, man. So, you last year is me right now. Yeah, see? <laughs> Stressed so, out. I wish I had, I was talking with somebody else during that time last year because I was like super stressed. And then you feel bad complaining to people because they're like, who asked you to do that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Girl, you have a lot of leads. Yeah. You have a lot of customers. Why are you complaining? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think I cared about leads. But if I guess they came from Instagram because I don't know them. So I think they. Can. Do you ask? Because you don't ask. Them. I don't ask. I, 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 but I, I have it ask. on. Yeah, you don't ask. I have it on my form, but it wasn't until like two months ago I made that a required. Um, box. A required. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I try to ask. Yeah. I, like, because I yeah. I, I read somewhere that ask. it said. Yeah, I I read somewhere that it says um, if you cannot measure your marketing, then you're wasting your time. So you need to know. You yeah. measure so that's my way of measuring where did you hear from me if it's, is he a friend is it this you know and that kind of stuff i've had realtors refer me that's another okay yeah group, i'm just starting um, to talk to way. realtors now but i i don't really know again i'm not like a talkative person i like to just keep See, to girl, myself we need to go out i have a lot of realtor friends a lot of them i have and... virtual realtor friends like i'm good online <laughs> because i don't know like in person i just it's very hard for me, like very, very hard yeah. to just be out there talking. And but but mm-hmm. how I learn to talk is with like my clothes, you know. So without mm-hmm. saying anything, most people come up to me and be like, "Oh, I like this and that," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you, I'm a designer." And then 
if they need yeah. then we lead into that but and then you can talk, yeah, yeah but I, I i want to tell, uh, network more so that i can get mm-hmm. different angles for referrals because realtors they are good mm-hmm. especially for airbnb clients for interior design yes. clients i don't really I, I'm really picky on those, like, residential spaces. Yeah, I, I don't think you would like... I don't think you will like the kind of clients they'll give you because my client... I, fo- I found myself in a corner whereby most of my clients are, like, new build. Mm. They just... They, they they just close on the house and they need a route. They need an interior designer. And voila, I'm the one that they refer to. So you might not like those kind <laughs> of clients. I mean, I just kind of feel like... That's their precious home. Yeah, like they're in that phase of their first thing. Everything is too precious for them. Spending more money after they already, you know, put on the down No, no, they, they, they will spend. spend. My clients will spend. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I do ridiculous things. I do ridiculous, like, they would, if they like, I had a client, for instance, we, we looked for a coffee table for them, and he fell in love with the coffee table, however, it was like 2k, and I, I said, okay, let me find something else, and see if we can, like, that would, we tried, for like weeks, we couldn't find the coffee table that worked, guess guess what, we had to just, we just had to buy the coffee table, that's how the, that's just, that's just just an example of the kind of clients are, that what matters is not necessarily the price, it's like, the the actual design, like that's what matters, so like, I do get derived joy from that because we are aligned together. It's like the design is the number one thing. If you gotta go get a, a second shift to pay for the coffee table, you will. so be so it. So pretty much clients <laughs> that value that value that like the end result of working with a design, mm-hmm. not people who yes. feel like, oh, I could do it. You know, it's design. I just don't have yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> Uh, but I do tell you that if you if you're thinking of like expanding into those kind of clients whereby yes they're not busy professionals but they will spend they have a fatter budget of like thirty k or more per room or something like that then a realtor would be a good connect because they're the ones if a realtor is closing that closing on a house of like a two million dollar house mm-hmm. and they need a real uh, they need a designer of course. That's a big yeah. project. That's a, like a six-figure project, and you can make money on the on the other back end. I don't know if you do with the with the discounts. And... Um, with trade discounts, I do, but for like yeah. retail, I make uh, affiliate links. So like, like to know. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to get that. I know I don't even have that. Ah, uh, you just apply for it. I know some people are like, oh, oh girl, they denied me like three oh, times. They... I just gave up. I don't know. I don't know why they kept denying. Because honestly, I feel like when I apply for it, I had I did not have like a lot of followers or nothing. But I don't know, I got it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Maybe once you get denied the first time, it's hard to get to get approved again. Maybe, Maybe I don't even know, know what their corner. requirements are. Have you looked at what they require? I I don't know. I thought it was a thousand followers, but I applied when I had more than a thousand. They still denied me. Oh. They keep saying things like, "Oh, my 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 account is private," and it's not true. My account is not private. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe whatever. you can chat with me. Yeah, I've been sending. I definitely don't have. Like, I've been sending links a lot. Yeah, I know, like a lot, a lot of yeah. I've been sending links to people for free, not making money from it. <laughs> do you have like an it's amazon okay, store because okay. i know amazon i don't even know how to get that too. Uh, you just search amazon store honestly just search. Do, I, do, I, do i get it do, anybody do i have to get, get approved yes i don't have to get approved for that yes 
And I think you, once you apply, they temporarily grant you access. But they're going to ask oh. for, like, what page do you um, post those, share those links on? So oh. probably do, like, a blog on your page or something like that. For me, they kept denying me. First, it was because of my last name. They thought it was Dyke. And they were like, oh, this is going... <laughs> This is going against my terms of agreement. And I'm like, no. They're like, Erica died. Yeah, so I had to change it. But then they said that, like, I need, like, a blog. So they closed my account. Because I was just posting on Amazon, which I thought that was, I mean, Instagram, which I thought that was okay. But I wanted to start blogging and then try applying Mm -hmm. to them again. Because I order a lot of, like, my personal stuff on Amazon. And I would love to share that get paid for it i'm not getting paid for it i'm not sure and i'm pretty sure you get i'm pretty sure you get a lot of people asking where do you get this from where do you get this from amazon giving them for free i know uh, i can make money from this like i shop every and anywhere even when i'm designing i don't have like a gotta shop here i gotta shop there like when if you're a real designer you see things anywhere and you can make it look good so as you can see erica and i are having so much fun talking that we forgot to check the time we had gone over. So I had to split the interview into two episodes. So the second part of this interview will go into details of how Erica gets featured in press. In or on? I don't know English. Anyways, click next for part two. <laughs>